thanks for signing up. It is Thursday, October 7th, 2021, and this is the Public Beta Podcast, episode 85. Your host this week, myself, Lee and Reed. Hi. It's a, you know, abbreviated podcast today. We're back in the echo chamber here. Did you listen to the last podcast? The the, the sound quality, when yeah, when we both record separately is just so far superior. <laughs> you should almost just go in your office and we'll just do a call and, and do it that way. But fuck it, here we are. All right, well. That's no fun. Video games are here. Q4 is here. October is in full swing. Games are being released. Will we play any of them? Probably. Probably, yes. <laughs> uh, Far Cry 6 is out today. The uh, The word on the street of Far Cry 6 is... If it's you've played, Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, if you've played Far Cry 3, 4, or 5... You have played uh, Far Cry 6. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a number of... I'm not going to use the word jaded, but a lot of people coming out of like uh, publications like your polygons and stuff like that, which are really trashing the game for doing nothing different, uh, just kind of towing the line. And I think that was always going to be the case with this. I think whatever comes out next for Far Cry, <laughs> Far Cry should do the reverse modernization of games and go to become a linear hallway shooter. Well, well like, did you ever play Far Cry Two? Yeah, a little. Okay, like Far Cry Two is a fascinating FPS because it's like almost like GTA. It's super difficult. There's permadeath for your companion guys, and the, just the general the general layout of the game feels a little more mysterious, a little more dangerous, which they completely threw out uh, fucking out with the the bathwater with uh, with Far Cry Three. But then everybody loved it because it was just like, hey, massive map, lots of little symbols to go to, tons of shit to do. Uh, and then you kind of make your own fun. Like, your play style dictates if you're having fun or not uh, with those games. And I, I beat Far Cry 5. I had played most of it through and then took a break and came back to it. And within seven hours, like, actually was able to just fucking kill the game. And there was still probably 100 hours of stuff to do in that game. So when you have a game like that that can last you off and on four years and then another one gets released and it's just like the environment has changed and the characters are changed but the minute-to-minute gameplay is exactly the same including like some of the main mission structures and stuff like that. Like, guess what? You burn a field uh, in this Far Cry game. That's just like a trope of those games now and like I, I don't think it would take much to make Far Cry like a, like it's a triple A. It's, it's Ubisoft. Like the money's there on the screen. It's a fun yeah, yeah. game. But if you've played one before, you've you like you said, you've played the new ones. Right. And like I've played very little Far Cry Two. I think at the time I was yeah. just too young to really like fully grasp what this game was trying to do. It's, I it's was weird. Just, it's a weird because game. in my head yeah. I was just like, woohoo, wacky first person shooter game. Yeah. But like it did not play like that at all. Um, so then the la- the only time since I played a Far Cry was I bought and briefly played Far Cry Five. Maybe four hours before I was like, yeah. this game is so fucking boring. I want to claw my fucking it's, eyes out. Yeah, it's rough, man. So it's like, not like... Um, it's because when you play a game like Metal Gear Solid Five, which is like... They're not just like... Because most open world games like this, it's either like stealth or guns blazing. Metal Gear Solid Five introduces so many different things. And since then, a lot of other games have adopted similar methods. You can even argue games earlier that like Dishonored. Sure. Um, so a game like Far Cry just... It simply doesn't have enough variety as far as the minute-to-minute gameplay goes. The, all the shit on the map is fine, yeah. but um, it's either you go stealth or you shoot stuff in the face, and the shooting isn't tight enough in Far Cry to warrant going back to that over and over again. Yeah, the thing they've kept from like the Far Cry two days is like the deliberateness of the FPS. It's not a, it's not Call of Duty. It's uh, if you go in and you don't check your corners and someone gets the drop on you, you're you're just fucking dead. Um, so they added the companions and stuff like that to give you self-revive. There's co-op, obviously. As a co-op game, 
Uh, I would always highly recommend Far Cry because it, it's it's fun. And yeah, that it's regard. I liked Wildlands um, much more as a co-op game. Oh wow, you're the only one who's ever said I liked Wildlands. No, but oh, Wildlands God. was was a completely different situation because I bought. It for well, like okay, wait. Five, Wildlands is the one with John Barenthal. That's the one that's widely. Pe- which is the John Bar- Breakpoint? Yeah, no, okay. nobody likes Breakpoint. Okay, no, Wildlands Wild is the good Breakpoint. Yes, okay, kind of. <laughs> it's just like a third-person shooter, except you have three teammates um, and like an open area full of drug places. And Release you, the drone. And yeah, you have like you have a large variety of gadgets and weapons to play around with. Tons of. I mean, weapons. that's Far Cry though. Like no, but like it's the gadgets. It's the extra stuff you can put on top of sure. it. It's not yeah. just here's like a proxy mine, and maybe you'll make some noise or some shit. Um, and Wildlands in general was really cool because uh, um, I was in this really weird kick at the time where Resident Evil 2 Remake just came out. Sure. And, uh, and you're too scared to play that. Yeah, so you're like, I need another yeah. third-person shooter. <laughs> I was too scared to play that. But uh, <laughs> um, if you don't know, one of the bonus missions, what do you want to call it, Resident Evil 2 Remake, this is a really weird connecting story, fuck, um, is called The Fourth Survivor Replace Hunk. Hunk is this man clad in black yeah. body armor and a gas mask and a helmet and i'm like is he an umbrella operative or yes, is he okay, he's, an yeah. umbrella he's not like a stars guy or something yeah if we want to go to the lore resident you don't yeah. get me the hunk lore. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i always just like this is the coolest looking motherfucker i love this particular the johnny sasaki of uh, resident evil no it's not like johnny sasaki <laughs> it's just like I, I love this concept of like being this soldier who has no qualms about what they're doing yeah like is it every every military shooter you ever play it's always like halfway through your game you're like oh i'm the bad guy the repercussions <laughs> for my actions yeah. um it's good this will segue well back into far cry 6 very well yeah, uh, yeah so like so i really wanted to play a character like that so i saw wildlands you could customize your characters and yeah. you can all give them very similar get-ups it was a bonus that when i got into the game the game is the most like fuck anyone who is an American game I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, blow away. Yeah. It's like, like you're sniping dudes and your buddies are just going, blew their shit off that motherfucker. Hell yeah. Who raw to ashes and shit. And you're just like, yeah. I probably had a family. He's, yeah, he's probably like, yeah. like low income. Hoorah. This is his yeah. only option in the town he grew up in and shit. And they're just like, yeah, blow those fuckers up. So like, so like playing like this soldier that like not only doesn't have qualms about what they're doing, but actively mer- enjoys mer- it. mercenaries. The game's uh, mercenaries. That, that was basically that. It was just like the first mission gives you a rocket launcher. And it's just like, if it's not you or your teammates, fucking kill it. Uh, and Far Cry's got some of that, but the Far Cry's also got the huge resistance angle that it's always had. I, but I fucking and hate like, it. You and me hate that. Well, because it's done to fucking death. So if you're going to do something, if you have something different to do, then then go for it. But I've yet to see it, is, is my problem. Yeah. Uh, so in this game, we have a, a stand-in for Cuba and Yara. And a hundred years ago, there was a revolution. Only those people aren't in power for some reason. And there's a dictatorship. And everybody's blowing dodge, getting off the island, and you are roped back into becoming the savior of the island of Yara, uh, and and shooting every <laughs> the, the game every just open and been like, oh fuck it, you're the Far Cry guy. So so no, apparently that's that's the joke is that the game maybe to get you into the action faster, fast tra- fast tracks that. So whenever Ubisoft's like, this isn't political, we don't make political games, and it's it's completely obviously a fictional thing. It's like, yeah, because they don't have anything to say. They're taking something that's very real, 
Uh, there was protests in Cuba as early as, as a few months ago and stuff when they were shutting off their internet and stuff like that. And this, that's a tumultuous place and has a history of, of revolution and, and, and guerrilla fighting and stuff like that. And they, they've chosen this stand-in. Like when Far Cry 5 came out, we were all laughing at it because like, oh, an armed militia takes over like a bunch of counties in Montana. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then literally a year later that happened in like Seattle. There's an armed militia that owns a part of the thing and the cops are just leaving them. Like it's it's real. Uh, so they they keep accidentally stumbling on. They, <laughs> they're like, they're, lo- they're like watching the headlines and they're just like, Shit. oh, th- this is like politically charged. Even though we don't want to say anything about it, that will be the backdrop for our game. And then something happens to fire that up. Right, but they're also but, they're also the very vague things that could happen. You're just like in a poor South American country, an armed militia takes an uprising right. against the government. It's like, well, yeah, that historically has happened quite a lot. So that's just Far Cry now. <laughs> it's just like armed armed militia resistance. Uh, you will become the the end all be all savior that has to do everything for them. Go to the top and, of that tower, asshole. Yeah, yeah, and then like the the villains will be varying levels of interesting, and the performances will be good, but there's there's nothing there's nothing yeah, there. Like from all accounts, uh, the Far Cry Three villain is very awesome. Oh, which are we talking about? Vaughn or whatever his name the was. The Mohawk guy. Fuck. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So he's he's like the fans of the series uh, are trying to tie these games together and trying to like man, I'm not even gonna get into it. I don't want to play Far Cry Six. Like I said, I just yeah. beat Far Cry Five. And by all accounts and everything I've seen of this sixth game, it is the fucking same. Uh, and and in terms of like graphical fidelity and gameplay and stuff like that, it's relatively unchanged. So yeah, I'm, but there's already a bunch of other stuff coming out. There's there's Shimagami, so much stuff coming there's out. There's Shin Megami Tensei Five, which yeah. is going to be sweet. I gotta beat that in a fucking week before Pokemon comes out. That's right. That's the yeah. You'll beat you'll beat Shimagami Five in one week. That's no, because it. hey, I've done shit like that before. I I don't doubt you have the time, but that what if that game's as difficult as Four? Because Four is like. I'm not worried about difficulty and worry about length because if it's as long as Persona 5 then there's no fucking way you got no chance that. yeah like I uh, took a week off from Persona 5 original not even Royal just original with but, less but content. didn't you have a week off when Royal came had, out and yeah. beat it as well no no I, did, I, I ended up playing just other shit that week and not really devoting a lot of time to Persona it turns out Lee yeah. when you play a, a game that is 90% story and 120 hours long you like don't go back to it right away no, yeah, that's um, a bummer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, before Shin Megami 5 comes out, there's, of course, a ton of other stuff, including Metroid Dread out tomorrow, which is the official read. There are five main Metroid games. Can you name them and what consoles they came out on? Metroid on the NES. Okay, that's number one. Um, Super Metroid on... That's number three. Um, <laughs> Samus Returns? Uh, Samus Returns for the Game Boy. Metroid yeah. 2 is, is the second, yeah. That's three. That's three. What is the fourth Metroid game in the in the main chron- chronological order? <laughs> it's not Prime. No, it's, it's not. not it's, it's yeah, not that's its own thing. Is it? Is it? Is it Metroid Zero? No. So Zero is a remake, and then Fusion is the fourth game. So this is the fifth game on Switch. The last game in the main Metroid series would have been Game Boy Advance Metroid Fusion. So, oh, okay. so they don't do a lot of these. No, uh, they don't. No. Uh, well, they did the Samus Returns remake. Yeah, people love the shit out of it. Uh, so this is made by that same team uh, with, with help from the, uh, I think, one of the Meteor, like, Nintendo. Like, so Nintendo just has, like, they used to have numbered 
uh, game development things. It's like, this is a Nintendo number 4 two. game. Yeah. Number 2 is working on this. Number 3 is working on that. Now they actually have names and they are like assistant studios. Uh, so unlike other studios that would be like, oh, we need help with... We have a core group of people that do all the art design and design the game. And then we need to call in, say, a Crystal Dynamics to come and actually make the thing. Uh, Nintendo has that internally, uh, which is why all their games kind of have a consistency across of them. However you want to say it. Metroid Dread's getting... Incredible reviews, sitting just under a 90 on Metacritic. Hey, it's a Nintendo uh, first-party title. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, yeah, and like the Metroid fans are uh, relatively starved, uh, so good to hear that Dread is good, and the game's got a look to it, and Samus is a cool character. Can yeah, control I think everybody like wants a new Metroid uh, Prime coming out still, but... Uh, yeah, whenever that happens, yeah. uh, pe people are down. Uh, I've never played a Metroid Prime game. I've played all the Metroid I, games. I could not, not fucking Metroid. imagine playing a first-person shooter on the GameCube. Like... <laughs> It's, oh my god. I'm pretty sure you don't even dual stick it. Like, the C stick doesn't even aim. I think it's like a an auto lock kind of like well, one of these things. Like, I would know. <laughs> I haven't played it. Uh, but I, played I remember playing a fuck ton of Time Splitters 2 on the GameCube as a yeah. kid at my uh, brother's buddy's house. It, like, it doesn't make sense to me right I've now. I've played hundreds of hours of like the, the 007 games on GameCube, and I can't even remember how. Because you're like yeah. Spider Man grappling and stuff in there too. Like, Halo Infinite's coming out thinking they're like, ah, oh, look at us. It's like, man, fucking Nightfire had that shit 13 years ago. Uh, more than that, 15 years ago. Anyway, good for the Metroid fans. Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they made a premium version of Doki Doki Literature Club, and that's coming out physically. I love how on all tomorrow. the Amazon listings and on the back of the case and everything, it still doesn't give away the core gimmick of no, this yeah. game, which no, is no, fucking awesome. Well, because the idea is that you buy into just the dating sim visual novel aspect of it, and then... It turns into a big, weird yeah, meme 4chan yeah, horror show. And then, it, and then it shows its true colors. Uh, so, what have you been... Playing me, I've been playing more Pokemon, Lee. Oh, God. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting. If you could say, it's a Groundhog Day on this podcast every week, same thing. Oh <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm getting prepped again, ready for a uh, shining diamond and brilliant, brilliant diamond, shining pearl. Whatever, please, fuck. please, um, please, stay yeah, on brand. So getting ready for that, just capturing lots of legendaries, finished off the remaining Pokemon uh, that I wanted to finish breeding and everything, because. The only Pokemon available in the remakes are going to be uh, Gems 1 through 4. I'm not going past that. You can't import anything? No. Interesting. No, so, like, not, I, that's good and bad for various reasons. Obviously, obviously, you would like access to all Pokemon because it's a Pokemon game. At the I'll accept if it's every Pokemon, yeah, Gen I, 1, 2, yeah, 3, and 4. The, yeah, 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 on the flip yeah. side, I will accept it exactly if it's every single Pokemon, Gens 1 through 4, so at least I can, you know, go into it knowing that. Um... It's a compromise. It's a compromise. Um, uh, I just want to say Jen from the other room heard us shouting and called Metroid Fusion as the fourth game. So. Oh, my yeah, God. She's in another room and oh guessed, it, guessed um, it before you. So, yeah. Uh, that game's really good. Metroid Fusion? That's a fucking... <laughs> that's a hell of a game. So, game prep for that. Playing lots of online again. Getting back into the swing of things. I made uh, a hit ability Chlorophyll Venusaur. So, I'm running <laughs> a really awesome sun team yeah. that's sweeping with Groudon as my sunsetter. I also was rocking um, a brand new water team that revolves around unaware Quagsire because he absolutely stuffed Zacian. Zacian, if you don't know his ability, he, is, he just gets a plus one attack boost when he enters battle. Yeah. Quagsire's unaware ability, he doesn't give a shit about stat changes about the Pokemon attacking him. It's just their base stat at that point. And if you invest enough stuff into HP and defense, obviously for Quagsire, Zack King can do nothing to him, essentially. Wow. So having lots of success with that, totally looking forward to the remakes. Uh, I've never played Gen 4 before. 
I've never oh, played. Weird. Yeah, I've never yeah. played Heart Gold Soul Silver. I have not played um, Diamond Pearl or Platinum. So looking forward to experiencing those for the first time. I'm gonna try to go back into that mindset of just a random Pokemon adventure. Yeah. To that uh, to that note, I was thinking even for my stream, I was going to play Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Sure. Because that's a relatively short-ish kind of game if you don't plan on doing all of the extra content. Get that Shadow Lugia. Yeah, like that 200-level battle tower thing that they have going on. Um, <laughs> besides that, just been playing, you know, the usual stuff. Ghost of Tsushima with you and Nick, of course. Beat Nightmare Survival finally, all three of us, which was unbelievable. That's right. I was, uh, the heart was beating pretty hard there at that last little bit when those last little enemies. It's just like, don't, okay, don't, let's not fuck the this next, Let's not fuck this up. The next uh, step is not losing a single defense area during which the entire is, game. I think, doable. Oh, yeah. um, but, but the next step is also the raid, which is an issue because we do need four people for that. So we're at an impasse. We are at uh, But yeah, the, you just, it's a fun game to play. Like even if you're just grinding the gear, getting mastery challenges done and stuff like that, seeing yeah. that, that, that light level slowly increase. Uh, that's all good. Yeah, I'm um, mostly just in between games right now. But think about going back to Final Fantasy before uh, all these games which come Final out Fantasy? of ever. Uh, 10. Okay, and then so. if I have time, squeeze in 10 too, but I probably won't. Um, it's been years and years since I've played 10. Uh, it's, it's very weird because... When it comes to a game like that, I feel like you have to be in a certain mindset to want to play it. Sure. You have to be in a certain mindset to play, want to play all games, but it's a lot easier to jump into something that's like Pokemon or Call of Duty when you have just a few hours to far around, as opposed to being like, all right, I'm going to sit here and I, I'm where, well aware lots of this is going to be cutscenes and introductory moments and all this other stuff. Um yeah. yeah, it's a weird fucking feeling. But <laughs> Gamers don't have time anymore, Reed. They need that skip button. No, no, I got I got time. I got time. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like, it, like, it's such an emotional thing for me sometimes, especially that I have to put myself in a certain mindset for it, especially because I cry like a fucking five-year-old girl at the end of that Every time, game, you, every every time, time you play Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like me with Sonic Colors, but not for the same reason. So I, I've been playing Sonic Colors. Why? That's uh, a really good question. So I'm a, I don't know if it's any, you know, if you followed me on podcasts for a while. Sonic's my boy, you know. It's been oh, some I, rough, dude, it's been I some rough. It's been boy. some rough years, you know. It's been some lean years at the Hedgehog household. What was the last uh, good Sonic game? Sonic Mania. Okay. Sonic Mania is really good. Isn't that just a like a remaster? It's, it's, so it's not. It's a it's an original side-scrolling Sonic game made by fans. They hired like a fan fan crew to to advise on it, and it plays like Sonic. So. It's good. It's like Sonic Five. Like so, they what's the, what's the last good Sonic game made by like Sega? Sega? Oh, that's a good question. So some people would say it's Sonic Colors, and they're wrong. Uh, so Sonic Colors is a 3D Sonic game. Uh, during the Wii, they did two games uh, before Sonic Colors. That was Sonic and the Secret Rings. And that Black and, Knight. And one. Sonic and the Black Knight. Look at you. You're part of the. You're part of the, the club. Lord. Yeah, the Hedgehogs. We call ourselves. Uh, so we, uh, those, both, those games were bad and they use motion gimmicks. So Sonic Colors uses pretty much straightforward controls other than some special abilities and stuff that do still use the motion gimmicks, except they don't now because they're all just mapped to controller because obviously it's not on the Wii anymore. This game I'm playing on Switch looks like a Wii game, uh, like lots of graphics aliasing. They didn't do a lot, like this is the Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition. I assume it looks better on PlayStation and Xbox, but on Switch, man, this oh, thing looks fucking dude. rough. We is uh, we is barely above PS2, I would say. Uh, or if, yeah, it's not below. Yeah. So the the 
Things I can say positive about Sonic Colors. The soundtrack's pretty good. The music's pretty good in this game. Pumpkin Hill, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's just pumpkin. Fighting Freak Knuckles. So, uh, that game's good. Sonic Adventure 2 is a good Sonic game. This game, uh, they, there's something lost in translation in 3D Sonic games. I would say, as a whole, 3D Sonic games are bad games. Uh, if you are 3D platforming in a Sonic game, you're probably having a bad time. Unless it turns it's, out really fast platforming but, but like they idea. made it so like in sonic adventure uh 2 or adventure battle 2 on gamecube uh it, you felt like you had control you felt like you had options you felt like sonic would stick to things or you could kind of get where you want to go and there's a lot of in these 3d sonic games a lot of stuff to collect and, and get getting to secrets and stuff like that all that's there and all that's really good because games don't do that anymore uh mario does it but mario does it as part of the core mario gameplay since mario fucking won uh, it's been like, oh, there's a hidden block there, and you get a, a get a one up. Sonic only kind of really started doing that in the 3D games. Sonic Colors comes around, and it's so it's so greasy. Like you're you're running, and like they'll, you know, Sonic in a cutscene in this game is like Goku. He's like instant transmission. Like he can yeah, move yeah. so fucking fast. <laughs> but then you're playing in the in the regular game, and they'll they'll literally have you'll be going full speed. You're like yeah, and they'll put a like foot high foot high curb. And Sonic will just stop dead. And you're like, what gameplay is this? I'm supposed to just know or see this coming up and do a little hop over it and completely kill my speed? That's not Sonic. And, like, what they're trying to do is, like, the, the side-scroller Sonic games have that. They have, like, oh, jump on the on the coming down of this loop and you'll shoot right across. And it's about a time attack, right? It's about what's the best score you can get, how fast can you do that. This game has all that, but it has all these collectibles and shit like that. And just the game is so floaty, so greasy that it doesn't feel good to play. Um, the Red Dead Redemption of Sonic games. It, like, almost the opposite. Because Red Dead, <laughs> Red Dead, you would never go to push something and then your character would be suddenly on the other side of the room. This is, like... Oh, I need to stop and go get that thing. Oh, too late. I hit a bouncer and now I'm going a million miles per hour across the stage. <laughs> the antithesis of Red Dead yeah. Redemption. The, the other good thing I can say about the game is it gets you into the action right away. You hit new game and it just loads you into a level and you're just fucking flying. Living uh, in the city. Yeah, the city escape. So, and then Sonic 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 Unleashed was the other Sonic 3D game that oh, people like. Oh, the Twilight where Princess ripoff? Uh, when he turns into a wolf, that's yeah. right, yeah. If I've never drawn the comparison to Twilight Princess. We was, like, weird, we was like the weird uh, Nintendo out of furry face. Well, it was like Sonic uh, can transform from like a bottom to a top or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then that had like segments where you were like burly and like busting up boxes and stuff. And like people were like, that's a good Sonic game. And it's like, no, no. it's not. <laughs> uh, so Sonic Colors, try it your own. If you're a Sonic fan... And I, I don't know what that means in 2021. Like, Hey, I like the movie. That was pretty all right. Sure, yeah. This has got, you know... And then Sonic as a character is interesting. Because Sonic in the 90s was Attitude. He was way past cool. Yeah, he was supposed he to was be like, like the radical yeah, dude. Yeah, stuff it, Grandpa! Like, he was yeah. that kind of... He's just eating chili dogs and macking on your girl and stuff like that. So hitting on your fly girl. Uh, so, now Sonic is just kind of like a general... Mascot. Actually, Goku is the best comparison I can get to him because he's kind of dumb. There's always danger, and he's there to help his friends. But, but back in the, he's just there to have fun. Like yeah. he's just like, there, there's nothing ever too perilous for Sonic, you know? Yeah, um, literally, like the entire crux of Dragon Ball Super is that this world, like ending multiple realities, is because Goku fucked up and wanted to fight something he didn't. Goku, yeah, Goku would constantly let, he, like, wasn't like in the end of the Frieza arc, he's just like, well, I wish I could leave him alive so he, we could just fight him again. <laughs> it's like, what are you fucking great? And then Trunks shows up and he just cuts him half. <laughs> 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 no, uh, 
there's there's other great shit where like uh, this stuff in the abridge is great where he's just like he's like so you left your kid with the son of the guy who murdered your grandpa huh? yep mm-hmm. uh, anyway I digress big Goku energy yeah. uh, you know it was better when Sonic didn't talk I guess in in the games I'll, I'll say because the cartoon did the, is, just did the finger wave. yeah that's all you need to know yeah the, the 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 society the man is like pressing down on Sonic and he's just there with no pants on waving his fucking finger at them yeah. running really fast away. Uh, just makes Sonic. Just make the fucking Sonic. Uh, so yeah, Sonic Mania. If you're looking for a good a good what I would consider a good Sonic game that delivers on what's good about Sonic, it's Sonic Mania. Uh, the action, the the multitude of characters that give you like just tiny little who, gameplay Lee, who's changes. Gonna, what's going to get a better new... Who's going to finally get a good game first? Sonic or Silent Hill? Well, in the case of Silent Hill, I think they're more concerned about just getting a game. I don't think the game has to be good for Silent Hill. I think people will just accept anything and then that can be a bridge to a good Silent Hill. Oh, no, I think... I don't like that so mentality, at least because yeah. Well, right now the, the right now any Silent Hill is, is shattered memories or fucking right. But as of right now, the outlook is no Silent Hills for the rest of time. So Konami finally coming back and saying, "Hey, we're interested in, in exploring these IPs." It's That's, open world with multiple objectives. Like yeah, like if they were just like we're just gonna re- reboot Silent Hill one at this point, it'd be like okay, good. Like Dude, what just, if they like pull the Resident Evil 4 for Silent Hill and it just becomes this a like, shooter yeah no well, way bro well that's what uh, was that Downpour or uh, one of those one of those you play like an ex-military guy and they, they focus on the action a little it's more it's not but even then it's still not like no but like it's not a guy in a in a button up hitting something with a pipe when you like right but you're you all, you're not getting like fucking multiple megs and you're like let's do this yeah no i don't think yeah i don't think silent hill i don't think that's the direction silent hill should go like anytime you're using a gun in silent hill is like weird like yeah no i'm just no i'm not saying that's the way it should go i'm saying it'd be funny if they were just like let's pull a resident evil 4 for this motherfucker just make it leon kennedy uh, yeah, except game. it's James, except now he's talking like this, and he's, like, all fucking he's bad. cool. Yeah, saving the president's daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Silent Hill. And then at the end, she wants to bang him for some reason. And you're Man. Like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, Silent Hill's more of a vibe than, a, than the gameplay. Yeah, it, it more falls into the... We were, we were classifying horror games the other day, because it's October. And we're like, there's, there's, like, three main horror games. There's, like, the action-tense horror game, which would be, like, your Resident Evil 4 and all the games like it. There's your, like, survival game where there is some action, there's some puzzle solving, but it's more about, like, inventory management and being, like, I need to get through this encounter with these enemies without losing health because I don't have health and that's a problem. And then there's the dread, which is just, like, very little action. It's more about, hey, hey go walk from this end of the hall to the other, which is PT in a nutshell. Yeah, which did is you like, play PT? Of course. I played the, 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 the day it came out and we finished it. And that's when, of course, uh, Hiro Kojima thought you it would take... It. Yeah. I uh, thought it would take months... To, for people to figure out what to do, like to talk to the ghost or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so like uh, when I was playing PT, uh, yeah, fuck, we got a little bit. I, how much yeah. news do we have? I, it's, it's, I mean, come on. Sora's and Smash. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like when PT came out, I just heard about it and I, I think I, I think I knew at the time that it was Sun Hills, but I went to my buddy's house and like yeah. they're not like huge gamers so they don't follow any of this shit. And it's like, we need to play this fucking game. Just download it. It's like a gigabyte. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They're like, okay, whatever. Turn off all the fucking lights. Yeah, and I same gave here. The, gave the controller <laughs> to my buddy. I'm like, okay, play this game. Does the first cycle. He's like, this game's kind of creepy, but like, whatever. Goes around that first fucking corner. You just see her standing there. And he's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck this. 
we were playing the shit out of it the whole day, but the best moment was when you go through that one cycle and you look up and you see the dad very briefly. Oh, yeah, he's like looking at you on the And he fucking backs yeah. up. Like, I've never seen people actually just be like, no, I'm not playing this game anymore. Yeah, like PT had jump scares, obviously. But they, just have they to. were predicted jump oh, scares. Oh, man. Almost. Like, like the, the, the one that got me the most is you come around that corner one time and the bathroom door slightly open and you like try to stick Oh, feet. yeah. And there's nothing in there. So you you, you cool leave. But then the next time you go by, the door's still open. And then as you walk by it, it slams shut. Yeah. That got me. Or, or uh, uh, I love the subtle, not the subtle shit they do. Sorry, that's not the right way to put it. The uh, swinging fridge of no, full of screams the and way blood. They, uh, <laughs> the way they, they mess with like your conceptions of the jump scare because you're so on tense by like the fifth yeah. cycle you're like okay, just gotta keep moving forward and then you hear the radio guy and he says look uh, turn around i no, look behind you and then you don't because you're like no one's gonna have to look around right away and instinctually they know that so they say right away i said look behind you uh, and if you don't, you get fucking grabbed by the girl. Uh, well, you get grabbed either way. Yeah, that's it, what starts the next segment or it's whatever. It's so fucking... Uh, it's so fucking good. So, so there's been, you know, there's been dozens, hundreds of horror games made based on that concept. The dread of just, con- like, Yeah, uh, just walking. Amnesia and shit like that. Uh, but PT was something different. It was, it was, it was the all-star cast. Yeah. There, was, there's been cash, there's been people just trying to cash in on the the popularity, but there's also people who have expanded on the concept and basically with with Silent Hills not being a game that was going to exist, being like, what would have a full game of this been? Because it couldn't have just been walking the hallway for no, 20 no. Hours. It obvi- they, uh, obviously, I if you were gonna ask me, PT was a very self-contained like yeah. we want to do something weird and very different here, whereas the game would actually have much more traditional mechanics as far as that's concerned. Yeah. It would involve a lot more psychological things though, of course. Uh, uh, especially considering you had Guillermo del Toro, and yeah. they had the great Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo sorry. <laughs> uh, they also had the greatest Japanese horror mangaka in Junji Ito, um, who is very famous for his um, horror manga. Obviously, uh, he would have made fantastic creature designs. If you check out his drawings, he's very abstract. He's like very based in uh, psychological horror, which you see in this stuff. So it would have been really fucking sweet. Yeah, man. It could have been something. Those, those it still can. It yeah, still can. Really. Those aren't games I enjoy playing, obviously, but uh, they're games I love Respect watching. from a distance. No, I love watching those <laughs> games. Like, I love watching Resident Evil 7. It's one sure. of my favorite games to watch. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so Sonic, uh, horror games. That's a natural natural transition Where's my Sonic there. horror game? Uh, there's a huge Game Pass dump of games. Uh, I want to check out Scarlet Nexus. If only because of the art design, but also because the gameplay is probably solid if it's anything like Code Vein was, which was a good Dark Souls send-up, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, and then Asteria Ascending, which is like a, a honey trap of them being like, hand-drawn art? Look at, the, look at this game! This game yes. looks like other games you've played uh, that I'm assuming when we start playing it, it's going to be gonna be something else. Uh, otherwise, Metro Dread's out tomorrow. I will probably end up playing that. I don't know how soon... But uh, I've played all the other Metroids and enjoyed it. I've never played the 3DS remake. I never played that Samus Returns. Yeah, I, uh, I've just heard nothing. I was turned off by uh, Mercury Steam or whatever they're called because they made the world's worst Castlevania game. Uh, anyways, let's talk quickly about the news before we have to go on this abridged episode of the Holiday Podcast. Is it even abridged? This is pretty much average length. Uh, no, we're, we're probably going to be coming in just under 40 minutes, I think, when this is over. usually like 45. Is that yeah, abridged? Yeah, 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 yeah. 45, 50, you know, Lead. you know, you know. Whatever. We need to figure out a spotlight one of these days, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I know what it's going to be, though. Is it? <laughs> is it? 
What is, what is it? Shin Megami Tensei 5? Shin Megami Tensei 5. Uh, massive Twitch source code, creator earnings hack explained. You hear about you hear about this? Uh, I just heard a bunch of shit was leaked. Uh, so a 235 gigabyte torrent file that included Twitch's source code, creator earnings details, and other confidential information, like literally Excel files filled with like, here's a streamer's name and here's how much they make a month. Uh, so that led to people uh, being upset that streamers make money. Uh, such other things as the the top earners, 97% of them are male. And uh, if you go more granular than that, they are white males. Seriously? Uh, yeah. yeah not, I'm, I'm not making this political or anything. That's honestly just surprising given the amount of... Uh, you always hear about the female streamers. They're like Pokimane and... So she, she's up there. Uh, Amaran. What's her name? S-Mongold or something. Whatever the hell. Uh, Amaran. Amaran, yeah. yeah. She does ASMR and stuff. Yeah, she, like, yeah, yeah. Farts into the microphone. But yeah, you'd figure those would be... But I guess <laughs> when you think about... like, Well, they're up there, but they're not at the top. Yeah. And they're, they're and, the only examples. Yeah, and yeah. I guess... Yeah, because when you think about it, you're thinking of the guys like Ninja or XQC who Well, have, Ninja's not on Twitch anymore. Who have... 300,000 viewers on them at all times yeah. and everything while they play chess or some shit. Uh, so, you know, consider changing your password or don't. Who cares? Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about people hacking my fucking 12 follower Twitch account that I stream with nobody to on. Someone's breaking in, man. They're going to take those 12. They're all yours. No, I'm 28, uh, sorry. And I at one point, I had a dedicated viewer who got a little creepy and kept calling me cute and I had told him to stop and then he never came back. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like the Twitch I know. Uh, so, so yeah. I thought, I was like, I thought I was immune to this. I'm not cute. That's a, that's really interesting. Uh, and also, you know, Twitch is owned by Amazon, and data breaches for Twitch and Amazon are bad fucking right. news. Oh, man. They... So that's why, uh, that's why people are all upset at critical... Like when you mentioned uh, people are upset that streamers make money. Yeah. Uh, people are all upset at critical role because they made a revenue, not a profit, a revenue... Of nine mil in the last two years. Sure. And you're like, okay, well, they have like at least fifty staff. They have a charity. They have. So are they live? Critical Role live streams? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they have productions. So after they pay everybody in taxes, maybe the main cast is getting six figures. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. And how many are there? Uh, like seven, eight guys. And then, like, how many are on the production crew? Probably like, double there's like that. fifty other yeah, people yeah. running that company. So it's not. Yeah, you're like yeah. you're like. That's like, about that's about right. You're you know? like, you're like yeah. why are you even upset about these people making money? And it's that it's that weird because yeah. of Twitch. It's that weird parasocial relationship where yes. it's like, oh, like this was like a thing that Matt Mercer started in his basement. <laughs> therefore, I started in the basement, but I'm not getting the money, so it's no longer this special it's, friend thing. It's, it's no, the it's weird. Like, it's the weird. I gave you a hundred dollars. Why do you have a hundred dollars? It doesn't make any like. So like, like it's like they want it to stay in Matt's basement and like be this thing where Dungeons and Dragons is still like this nerdy thing. It's like, dude, fucking Terry Crews has a game of D and D on YouTube with like twelve million views. It's no longer niche. I'm sorry. No, like, yeah. like it being nerdy is no longer cool. Um, Everybody's got dice. Yeah, everybody's got them. Yeah, so like. Uh, weird fucking fandom, man. One of the weirdest goddamn fandoms I've ever seen in my life. Universal Studios. In addition to bringing a Donkey Kong Land to their theme park, we'll be now bringing a Pokemon addition to the Universal Studios in Japan. Honestly, it, how long did that take? For, yeah, like seemingly long. I guess the, the the Mario thing went over, and they're just like, okay, well, the fucking balls to the wall. Let's well, go. Pokemon's the biggest selling franchise uh, in the world, isn't it? Like it's up there. Uh, why don't you put one of these motherfuckers in every country in the world? Put a Pikachu in every closet. Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, so I've been to this theme park prior to the Nintendo uh, happenings. 
So now I got a reason to go back. <laughs> Except I would go there and be like, where's the EV value? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, go to Harry Potter World, damn it. Uh, so yeah, this is interesting. And I'm, I'm, what I'm most curious for would be if they're making Pokemon in a theme park, we're going to see assets from Pokemon rendered in real life. That's fun. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, that's that's what a I got to say. What a lot of people want too is like two scale plush Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's some shit. I'm not touching that. That's some shit that they would. This is a really obvious that. joke there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. For the for for the reasons you you make yeah, up your own with a fake vagina sleeve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did not have to say that out loudly. Everybody, no, but everybody was thinking it. Everybody was thinking I'm just, it. You didn't I'm have in your to mind, say it. baby. Animal Cross. Speaking of uh, that. Animal Crossing New Horizons new content showcase will be next week, October 15th. It's We're rated gonna... M for Mr. Yeah, watch out. Uh, Brewster's back and he's slinging cock. Uh, no, it's uh, October 15th, 20 minutes. We're going to learn about what's new, what's next for Animal Crossing. So that's exciting because they've been pretty quiet about updating that game for a When's, long time. When's uh, the next Pokemon Direct instead? Uh, we're done. The game's coming out, and then Arceus maybe maybe gets one more mention, but I think we're otherwise, we're just set. Okay. We're, like, you're either in or you're out. Uh, Sakurai took to the internet earlier this week uh, to reveal the final Smash Brothers character for Smash Brothers Ultimate. Smash Brother. it really, it's Smash Brothers Ultimate. That means last. This should be the last character and game. Unless you call uh, the next one Super Ultimately. Oh shit! Yeah, or Mega Ultimate Revisited. Uh, Ultimate EX. Sora from Kingdom Hearts uh, was apparently the fan requested number one character, just like Bayonetta was back in the Wii U days. And we got Bayonetta, so why not? Uh, so somehow Sakurai uh, got the lawyers involved here, got Disney involved, and managed to wrestle Sora licensing-wise and put him in this game. And it, it's Sora. He looks like it. He's yeah. got the keyblade. Like, so, like, He's... For, for me, I think it would have made sense. Like, obviously, they're the fans. Uh, fuck the Kingdom Hearts fuck fans. Fuck the fans. Yeah. <laughs> They should have put Seth Master, Rollins over they here. They should have put fucking Master Hand or Eight Bit Mario in. Mm. Like, that's what makes sense. Jumpman Mario specifically. They should put Jumpman Mario. It's what started yes. Nintendo. You're trying to you're trying to like historically bookend it, which was my thoughts on this. But yeah, or Master Hand because it's been. Like, but swinging in the opposite direction, Sora is the most requested character, and they got him. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, selfishly. Uh, yeah. Because Kingdom Hearts fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, all of those Kingdom Hearts games are coming to the Switch at some point, too. <laughs> you too can, Woo-hoo! You too can uh, relive all of that. So no Disney aside from Sora. Uh, there's Kingdom Hearts characters uh, in image, but uh, no Goofy, no Donald, no none of that. And Waluigi's just, that's it. He never made it. Never made yeah. the cut. Never made the cut. Never made the cut. Like, you know, I, like... Man, I don't even get why you don't just, like, retool Luigi into a slightly skinnier... No, Waluigi now deserves to be the first announced new character of a new Smash Brothers game with his own moveset. What if they, what if they call it something not even Super Smash Brothers, they just call it, like... Motherfucker, there's a piranha plant as a character in the game, and Waluigi's not in there! Yeah. It's ridiculous! Yeah, why don't they just call it, like, uh, fucking Super Nintendo... Super... Uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers? Super Nintendo... <laughs> Uh, Rockstar denies knowledge of agents' whereabouts. That was a game that was announced in 2009 at E3. Oh, uh, I thought like an FBI agent. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's dead. Uh, but they also have accidentally outed that the GTA Remastered Trilogy is real. Reed, have you played GTA 3 by City and San Andreas? I've played 3 as a child a yeah. lot. Um, I never did any story missions because when you're a kid, you're just like... I feel like 
our feature game. We should both get the remaster of San Andreas, and that should be a feature game. No, I don't like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, San Andreas is so good, though. Um, it's not my thing. I played San Andreas a lot in my buddy. Yeah, fat naked guy. Uh, but we usually played the two-player mode, which is very questionable. Yeah, it's no. You know what? That two-player mode is aged poorly, but goddamn, is it fun back in the day? Where it's just like, yo, can you fly the plane while I stand on the wing? <laughs> oh, it works! Oh. And you're just like sniping. What a game. What a game. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up there today at Iceberg Podcast. Is us on Twitter. Leah to the Iceberg.com is my email address. Send us questions, topics, anything you think might be interesting. If it is, I might put it on the show. Uh, thank you for hanging out for this uh, shorter public beta podcast. We'll be back again next week. We do need to figure out a feature game. Doki Doki do. Literature Club. Do- Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> it's been right in front of us all this no, time. No, I, I, what I think we should do, Lee, is find ourselves a nice, uh, short, you know, 8 to 12 hour game. Sure. Some, no, hey, seriously, yeah. something that we can both beat in a reasonable amount of time. Sure. Because all the games we review are either an entire series. Yeah, but what film. game are we going to play that's going to be 8 to 12 hours long that's going to warrant a discussion longer than a couple of weeks? It only needs to be a couple weeks until more games come out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Is Pokemon Remakes Diamond and Pearl going to be our well, Anyway. We can do like a mix of the remakes and Shin Megami Tensei. Sure. I don't know if I'm going to play Shin Megami Tensei when it you comes should. out. It's too much game. I need other to play other stuff first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Tell me how it is. Maybe well, if it's, something on Game Pass. Well, maybe if it's amazing. Well, like I said, Scarlet Nexus, go download. Anyways, for myself, Lee, and for Reed, that's going to be the show for this week. Thanks for signing up. Talk to you again next week. Da-da!